the mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello everyone, good morning, welcome to the uh, Mile Raid as we uh, look back on a Group 1 night of action at Bendigo last night and to look back on that uh, action, the 11 event card is uh, Rob Orber with me this morning, good morning Rob. Uh, very good morning, Danny. There will be a lot of uh, harness racing Melbourne and Bulldog supporters uh, feeling pretty good about themselves this morning. There were some Group 1 winners last night at Bendigo. We saw some fantastic racing with the Australasian Trotting Championship and also the VHRC Caduceus Classic, which was elevated to a Group 1 race. A fantastic uh, honour for the club and uh, well done to Stephen Bell and the team at HRV because it was a terrific race too. Well, we're only about a month away from the the Victoria Cup, so that race is starting to take shape. Uh, with uh, last night's uh, $100,000 Group 1 Victoria Harness Racing Club Caduceus Classic. So uh, a bit to talk about from that race. So let's uh, take a, a listen to uh, the uh, the Group 1 uh, finish of the race and the win by the ex-Kiwi Triple Eight. Right there, Wolfstride, a proven Group 1 performer and ready for the sprint lane is the Parwin Rocket, General Dodge. Triple Eight's out wide running on, out even wider, out to play at the top of the lane. 27-2 down the back, the sprint on, leader, Max Delight, General Dodge gets the run. Triple Eight's coming down the middle, Triple Eight's taking the lead, General Dodge out to play late. Triple Eight is going to win the Caduceus Classic. Triple Eight first, General Dodge maybe second in front of out to play in a photo. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Um, I hope you're right. But, no, I just, you know, you don't get too many opportunities um, it, uh, to like this to actually sort of thank the person behind the scenes and, and you know, get the accolades that, and the recognition that they actually deserve. But, um, yeah, for a long, long time, you know, even early days, I think, you know, we've got a lot of knives in the back and things like that, which is sort of an, an unfortunate sort of... Um, uh, you know, part and parcel of the racing industry somewhat that, uh, that um, you know, people think things are set up for a certain way. But um, uh, it is 100% a team involvement. And, you know, I've said before that I couldn't do what I do, even just as a freelance driver and the success I've had with other stables. Um, it all gets back to, you know, your whole way of life and everything. And the support I have um, from Jess in particular is just, you know, second to none. And Craig Sugar's there. That was the uh, the second leg of, of a double, but obviously the Group One win, and uh, obviously talking about uh, family involvement there, and his wife Jess Tubbs, trainer of Triple uh, Eight. A big moment for everyone involved because it was a Group One, and, and it was a very talented field. Yeah, well done to uh, to Jess, and I know uh, the VHRC did a beautiful uh, video package on Jess at the heart of it recently, and uh, a great story. She does so much work behind the scenes, and as Greg mentioned in that interview uh, with Jason, it is a team effort. We see a lot of our uh, husband and wives uh, team working together in the harness racing world, and as one's off at the races, the other one's still at home doing a lot of work behind the scenes, and Jess is a real testament to that, and well done to them. Getting another group one, they won with moments like like these uh, in the Queensland Oaks and Triple Eight, who's raced by a lot of our great uh, people that we know in our sport. And I know, uh, obviously, personally, Shannon Nixon and Father Glasheen, I know they'll be uh, absolutely wrapped and well done to the other owners as well. And Triple Eight last night, their team's flying, Jess, and uh, Greg Sugars drove it a treat. Uh, We saw a great burn at the start 
of the race where Max Delight and General Dodge had a great battle for the lead. They went 26-6 that first quarter. Uh, General Dodge was able to find the lead, handed up to Max Delight, and uh, from that point, it was run at a pretty solid tempo. They backed off a second quarter in 30.3 after that first fast court, first 26-6. 27-3 home, 27-5, mile rate of 151.7. General Dodge, uh, first up, I thought he was outstanding. Uh, 26-6 first quarter. He just uh, had the sting taken out of him at the finish, but he still ran on really well. He's only got plenty more to look forward to. Out the play, terrific run came from well back in the field. Max Delight, who was race fit, battled on strongly for fourth. Uh, unlucky runners, Torrid Saint was very unlucky. Western Sonador had no luck whatsoever. A little bit worried about Wolf Stride, where he's at at the moment. His two runs so far have been okay, but not uh, nothing like uh, what we've seen in the past. So certainly a few worrying moments there for Wolf Stride for mine. But Triple uh, Eight took out the honours. Well done to the team. Right, that was the uh, Group 1 for the uh, Pacers, the Victoria Harness Racing Caduceus Classic. Well, the Group 1 for the Trotters was the Opus Group Australasian Trotting Championship, and it was an absolute thriller. Leader is still cover of darkness moving up alongside I'm Ready Jet. Three wide Majestuoso joining into the action quickly. 28 9 down the back and they're flying now on the Great Ocean Road real estate home turn. Maori Law looking to extricate clear of the back of the leader and then Robbie Royale top of the straight three in line. Cover of darkness in the middle there as I'm Ready Jet and Majestuoso's chiming in. Maori Law back to the inside. Majestuoso swept up. Trying to go with it. I'm Ready Jet. Later's Maori Law. Majestuoso. Majestuoso and I am ready jet with Maori Law. Maori Law along the inside I think has just pipped out. I'm ready jet and Majestuoso in a great three-way tussle. Robbie Royale's got through for four from Kaivelli Chief. Yeah, I, I sort of knew Robbie Royale would uh, let me go, so I uh, wasn't too worried about that kind of thing. But when I seen Cover of Darkness begin so good early, uh, you know, I had to keep ahead of him. And, yeah, I would have loved to have stayed in front, but he just come with too much speed and I thought we are just going to have to burn too hard to, to fight him off. So, you know, I knew he'd be a good horse to trial. And, um, he, yeah, he, he sort of got us to the lane, but just that last 50 metres for the lane, I really had to sort of... I had a handful of horse and just sort of lost my momentum a bit. So it was a good effort to, you know, pick him up from there. That was uh, driver Anthony Butt. Uh, Maori Law rejuvenated uh, the horse uh, with uh, the Brosners, uh, Brosnans in the Emmett and, and Richard. And it was a thrilling finish, Rob. It, um, Maori Law's got there right on the post. Fantastic race. A credit to each one of those horses that went around in that Group 1 uh, trotting championship last night. I don't think there were too many that actually performed below best. I thought they all ran really well. A couple of them, obviously, uh, Sleepy was tardy away and well-defined, made a mistake. But the rest of them ran fantastic races. Uh, Anthony Butt just reminded the world uh, why he's uh, one of the great uh, Group 1 drivers uh, in Australia and New Zealand. And uh, great to see him uh, straight back into the winner's list with a terrific drive last night. Well done to Emmett Brosnan and Richard Brosnan. They do a, do a fantastic job with their team. They've proven themselves at uh, inter-dominion level and um, they're really showing their class at the moment because their whole team's going really well, especially their trotters. And Maori Law, much-deserved win, beautifully handled. Uh, I'm ready, Jet, terrific. Popped around to the breeze, battled on strongly, went down a half-head. Majestuoso, 
ran on really strongly. Look, the tempo wasn't solid. It was 31-9, 29 down the back, home in 28-3. So Majestuoso had to really let down with a big sprint when they quickened up. I thought he was really good finishing third. Robbie Royale, absolutely flying. I'm set to go was honest. Kaivali Chief was honest. Sundance Courage ran on well. Aldebaran Crescent, Red Hot Tooth. Neither of them had much luck in the race, covering darkness. Battled on. Probably a little bit disappointing to what we cope with what we know of, but he'll, he'll take some more seasoning in, at this level. Sleepy missed away uh, and, and still made up ground at the finish and well defined did a few things wrong, but all honours to Maori Law. Horse to follow, probably one at big odds that's going really well is Robbie Royale. He's actually going well and he'll probably win one of these country cups uh, over the uh, summer period. Rob, I mentioned we're only a month away from the Victoria Cup, but we're also only, only a month away from the Victoria Derby and the Victoria Oaks. So some top three-year-olds are out and about. And Bondi Lockdown is uh, certainly heading the way of being one of the favourites for the Victoria Derby. And he was uh, terrific again, taking out race four, the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Thanks, Ben Stud, three-year-old pace. Up but hanging tough, he's only a metre away. He's trying to move up and stare down Bondi Lockdown, and the two favourites have broken away from Aladdin Night School and Marston Heights. 27 flat down the back, it's Bondi Lockdown. Major Moth is in for the fight, he's hanging tough two metres away. But Bondi Lockdown, he had an easy lead, and he's going to be too fast through the last lap, and he takes out the Ben Stard three year old, five metres. Second, Major Moth, and third was close, a great battle. <laughs> He's, he's, we got, a, got away for a good, good couple of quarters and that sort of made it. And as soon as, as, soon as Major Moss got upside me, I thought, well, well, we'll go for home and make him chase me. He, Lachlan said in the run that he sort of goofed off a little bit. He did sort of run off the pegs there as you were entering the back straight the first time. Just having a little bit of a look inside in the infield at the clerk of the course, perhaps? Well, he certainly doesn't do that at home when you um, get to the front or you go there by yourself. He just charges all the way. But he actually sort of dropped the bit and went to run off a little bit. And he probably does come to the track and go on the track um, race night and sort of half want to just slowly go around and run off the track a bit. So, nah, look, he, he, that was just a nice little hit out. And I'll just put him away now until the derby heats. Well, it was fairly straightforward for Bondi Lockdown, but one thing we know, he's pretty tough, Rob. He's heading in the right direction for the Group 1 derby in a month's time. Yeah, look, terrific horse. Uh, as uh, we just heard from that interview, he did find a lead. He had a good cork at a few things throughout uh, the race, but look, he was just too good. 30.9, 30.5 the first two quarters after a slow lead time of 40.5, and it was really just a dash home, 27 and 27.5 last two quarters, and a mile rate of 157.1. Uh, we know how good he is. Major Moth, I thought, was outstanding. First up, uh, he was virtually given a, a really strong 800-metre hit out, and he battled on really well. He He's only going to improve. Can't wait to see him in the derby heats. Uh, Night School and Aladdin, third and fourth. They had their chances. And uh, Marsden Heights and Cuddy Shark, who made a uh, bit of an error and got pulled up after breaking gear. But Bondi Lockdown, he's a star. So is Major Moff and can't wait to watch him clash in the derby. Race uh, five. Well, Tango Tar has uh, been going around regularly, and we know he's a pretty good horse. He got beaten as a dollar twenty favourite last week, and backs up with uh, similar opposition, but gets out to two dollars eighty. Starts favourite for Andy and Kate Gath in race five.
The sprint goes on again. We're out wide. Tango Tara surged up, ran past them, trying to track him into the race. I cast no shadow up to second. Crafty Bart struggling. So was Silent Major. And very wide Sir Lenick around Major Old Bulletproof Boys getting out. But Tango Tara, he's done all the bullocking work in the last lap. He took the lead. I cast no shadow has been stalking him. Loomed up in his shadow. Tango Tara digging in. I cast no shadow late. Bulletproof Boy and Major Roll. But Tango Tara, Tango Tara was too tough. Has beaten maybe bulletproof boy snatching second from my cast no shadow in a photo Lachlan McIntosh calling all the action at Bendigo last night Tango Tara um, he's, he's a good horse but uh, punters uh, last week um, they would have felt a little flat because he was such a short price favourite and was run down by a cast no shadow but uh, this time Tango Tara fended off that challenge He's a little bit of a yeah, mixed bag, isn't he, Tango Tara? But obviously he's got the raw ability. It's just a matter of uh, you know what night uh, he produces his total uh, super best. But last night he he was terrific. There was a, a very fast lead time of thirty six seven. 30.4, 30.3 the first and second quarters. They had to back off. There was a few horses in the uh, early battle for the lead. And um, it did set it up for the swoopers. And Tango Tara was beautifully poised in the race. 27.8 down the back. 28.3 home. I rate 154.9. To hold off, I cast no shadow. Bulletproof boy ran on really well. Major Roll, I gave him a really good chance last night. I thought he was going to be right in it at the 400. He dropped off for some reason, and then on the line he flew home, only got beaten three metres, but it was a really nice effort. Sir Lettick made up good ground. Hashtag was a good run again. Crafty Bart, Silent Major, both involved in that early battle and weakened. I'll tell you what, there is one horse that's absolutely flying down here, having absolutely no luck as Enchanted Stride. Uh, got dragged back through the race and uh, still hit the line really strongly, uh, and he's the buck booker out of that race. Uh, Enchanted Stride. I'll be following Major Roll. I think there's a win for it somewhere, and um, I think it can go a little bit better than what it's doing at the moment, but uh, I'll be following him as well. Back to the first event on the program, Rob, the DNR Logistics, and it was the first leg of a double for Aaron Dunn. Max Actor showed his uh, good gate speed and was able to dominate all the way uh, in front. Yeah, good, another good win for Aaron Dunn, bring up a double. He's going well. Once he found the lead, he was always going to be really hard to beat. I wasn't sure if he was going to get there at the start. Once he did, uh, he was always going to take plenty of running down. 37-6 lead time, 30.9, 31-4. Came home in 28-3, 28. He controlled the race. Blue Chip Delight, second up. Battled on well, popped around into the breeze. Stingray Tara just keeps, uh, yes, keeps uh, going to run well. And Teasing. keeps running well, but uh, he just can't win, can he? No, no. Look, he's going well, though, isn't he? Uh, he's going really well. He's just a bit of a frustrating horse. But, uh, yeah, look, he, he's going well. Delwyn Sun had his chance. Trick, trick, bang, bang. Dot the eye was held up, Danny. And uh, also, Foolish Pleasure had no luck in the race. I mean, he's going really well, Foolish Pleasure, and he'll be winning very soon. I'll make him the black booker out of that race. Race number two, and this was better eclipsed. This horse is uh, only a three-year-old. Hasn't he come a long way? This is the first leg of the the double, Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars, of course, the, the second leg being the group one. But uh, this is a very progressive horse. Yeah, look, the Bajada family would be ecstatic. Uh, and well done to uh, Jess, uh, Tubbs and, and Greg Sugars. Their, their team's going really well. And this horse is a really improving type. He's a lightly raced horse by Better Than Cheddar. Hit the line really strongly to win last night. He's under wraps, was first up. Battled on well. Look, they went 28-2, 31-7, 28-2 and 27-2 last two quarters. 155-1 mile rate. 
Uh, he'll get fitter. Roll along sticks was close up. Gillaby Nitro was a good effort. Popped around to the breeze. Battled on strongly. Equity stride. No luck whatsoever. He's it was third up. Uh, he's ready to win. Put him in your black book. Equity stride. Definitely worth following. Uh, Act now. Just never made. Couldn't make ground really. The tempo was against him. So you got to sort of pay to forgive him. Uh, and really outside of those, uh, look probably the black booker for mine clearly is Equity stride. He's going really well. Rob, race number three was for the Trotters. This was a good race. There was a bit of depth uh, there, just below the, the top grade. And Brandlow Prince made light work of a of a wide draw with uh, with Taylor French in the sulking. Yeah, look, uh, once he led, uh, he was going to take plenty of beating. It was 39-4 lead time. And we look at uh, the sectionals, 30.2, 31.2, controlled tempo up on the speed, 28.4 and 29.6 home. Made it really hard for horses back in the field. But Brandlow Prince, who's been racing so well, Beautifully handled by Taylor French. She's doing a terrific job. Chris Venosio, as we know, outstanding trainer. And Branlow Prince got the money last night. Have Horse Will Travel is racing really well. He's ready to win. Just things haven't panned out for him uh, the way he would have hoped for so far. But uh, there's nothing wrong with his performances to date. They've all been first class. The penny drops hit the line really strongly. Nice run. Ray Harvey doing a great job there. Poor old Jackson Square. He was a black booker from uh, a week or two ago, Danny. No luck whatsoever last night. Uh, I was cheering him on, but he just never got a crack at him and certainly hit the line well. Mick Blackmore will be absolutely stoked with the way he's going. A nephew of Sunoco ran on well from well back in the field. Uh, Pants Up didn't have much luck. Uh, and probably, was there anything else? No, I'd say clearly the one that I'd be following is Jackson Square. He's just bursting the win. Okay, that was race three. We've had a look at races of four, five, six, and seven. So, Rob, we get to race number eight. And would you mind, hasn't he been a model of consistency? Had no luck last week after a string of placings before that. Well, it all just unfolded perfectly for him last night. Yeah, mile rate of 159.9, lead time 42, 30.7, 31.5. It was run at a really slow tempo early. Uh, last two quarters, 28.9 and 27.1. So it was just a set up for a dash home. And, and would you mind, sat behind the leader, which was my better lady who controlled the race, uh, the stable mate Yarny popped around there for a little while and then also got further cover after that. And would you mind was able to utilise the sprint lane and um, kick through on the inside to finish off the race really strongly to win. Great effort. Uh, my better lady battled on well. Master Moonlight uh, got a fair way back and hit the line really strongly. It was a nice run. Yarny, good. Supreme Dominator was good again. Major Mambo just in behind him. couple of unlucky runners. Now, check-in was a nice effort for Wayne Potter. Uh, certainly hit the line well. Got beaten about 10 metres. Now, will he go west? Uh, look, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I'm not sure. Just down the back when they were going so slow, you know, Chris decided to stay in, uh, got held up. Coming to the home turn, the horse was bolting. He came to the outside with it, and he just went really awkward in his gait. He, he just didn't let down, and uh, Chris uh, Alpha just held, you know, virtually just kept him in his gait. He just went over the line absolutely under triple wraps last night. Will he go west? Uh, he's certainly one to follow. Uh, Finn Frost popped around to the breeze, didn't finish it off. Major Meister could never get into the race, and Brantley tried to run down the outside, down the back, but didn't finish it off. But look, clearly, will he go west was the, the black booker, but I like the run of check. In. I didn't mind his performance last night, and he's certainly one worth following.
Race number nine was for the, the mares, and uh, Joanna's a three-year-old filly. She was taking on some of the older uh, horses, the older uh, females, but she'll be on a, an on-oaks path, and she came back in terrific form, and uh, she got the job done. She's very professional. Rob, you nearly got another long price winner, a horse you own, Monomia. A bit frustrating, but by golly, she's going good. She finished second. Yeah, she went well. Uh, look, Joanna, uh, class three-year-old filly, we, we saw her last year virtually on the tails of uh, two superstar fillies all out of the one stable out of the Emma Stewart. We saw Ladies in Red resuming. I know Tough Tilly uh, talking to the Judd family throughout the week's not far off. So they've just got the key with these fillies. And, and you look at Joanna, her performance last night was outstanding. The race was really not suited for anything back in the field. Uh, they went... 154 9, 28 9, 30.2. And they started the sprint down the back, 27 8 and 28 1 home. And Joanna was three wide and she just uh, won like a really top filly that she is. Great effort, beautifully bred out of Sunbeat somewhere out of Repellent. And Repellent was no no slouch. And uh, she's got a big future, Joanna. Monomia, look, she's got a lot of ability, Danny. She uh, unfortunately has got plenty of loose screws in her head. But uh, yeah, look, when she uh, learns to settle, maybe she'll never learn to settle. But uh, look, she she went really well last night. Uh, final piece, terrific. Uh, battled on strongly after doing its fair share of work. Love the run of Diamond Party. Joey Pace's team is going really well, and uh, her run was terrific last night. Dancing Finn just in behind him. Soho Broadway's. Uh, look, I, I suppose uh, you know Mick. Mick was probably thinking he didn't want to get drilled by box of chocolates and handed up the lead. And she's probably not really a sit and sprint type filly. She got held up behind box of chocolates, who weakened, and probably no one was really expecting box of chocolates to stop the way it did. So Soho Broadway had its momentum taken away from it, and when when it got back into the sprint lane, she's not that type of filly where she's just going to pick up and sprint so just forget she ever went around last night uh, but look um, really good race uh, there's, there's some horses to follow out of that race obviously Joanna's a class horse but uh, look I'd be sticking with the, the, the second third and fourth horses Monomia final piece diamond party all going really well Dennis William uh, was able to take advantage of barrier number one and uh, and be able to, to lead with Simone Walker in the sulky in race 10 Really good to see him back in the winner's list. Uh, I, I must admit, I, I don't believe he's going anywhere near what he's capable of doing. Uh, he just hasn't really fired this campaign, and some of his runs have been okay, but nothing startling. Last night, got the job done, and you know you wanted to see him get the job done after finding the front last night. 154.5 mile rate. 27-7 first quarter, 31-1, 28-6 and 27-4 home. He's a lovely horse and uh, you know maybe just that confidence builder last night might start to uh, re, uh, re, relaunch his, uh, his what we thought would be a very potential and promising career. So it was a good effort last night to win. Junior Brown, yeah, look, he's a bit of a trick horse, I think. He he seems to loom up and look like he's going to run past them and doesn't. Uh, he did it again last night, looked to have his chance. Judy Brown's a similar horse too. Uh, virtually was well driven by Grant Campbell. Started to look a real winning chance and, and just sort of petered out that last uh, 50 metres or so. Hugo Rocks went okay. Look, uh, look, they all ran okay, but I, I really didn't get excited about any of the horses in that race to, to follow. But certainly, look, Dennis Williams, the one that I think potentially has got the, the, the upside to him and uh, hopefully he'll get back into his top form soon. 
In the last race on the card, John Luke got the money, um, fit enough to take advantage uh, of a better gate. But uh, Lance has win at Lance Justice Trains, as he does uh, So What, who won Friday night. But uh, uh, both uh, John Luke and uh, and So What seem to have clicked with the girls. Karen Manning made it two out of two on uh, So What Friday night at Geelong, and uh, Shannon O'Sullivan uh, had the drive on John Luke in the last at uh, Bendigo last night. Yeah, well, well done to uh, to Lance and in particular Shannon uh, O'Sullivan. I know she'll be absolutely stoked having a win there in her hometown. And uh, John Luke had a beautiful trail behind the leader, uh, which was I'm Shadow Boxer, was able to peel off at the top of the straight and finish over the top 156.3 mile rate, 27.2, 28 last two quarters. I'm Shadow Boxer had its chance, led uh, 40.1 lead time, 30.3, 29.7. Couldn't have asked for a better run in front, was run down. Regulus didn't really let down last Last night, uh, he just didn't finish it off as well as he can. Loving the Chevy, never got into the race, was doing its best work late. And the other horses in the race, Cool Rook and Daddy, Assassinator, Cephala, yeah, look, they're probably nowhere near what they're capable of doing. So John Luke, the winner, well done to Shannon O'Sullivan. She'll be stoked with that win last night and to Lance Justice. The terrific night's racing at uh, Bendigo last night. Next week, Rob, uh, the action is at Ballarat. So we're looking at Ballarat next Saturday night, the 18th, and the following Saturday night, which is grand final uh, night, Mildura will uh, be centre stage there. Uh, before we get back to Melton at the start of... Well, at this stage, we're hoping we get back to, to Melton at the start of uh, of October. Uh, next week, the Gamalite free-for-all amongst the features, the Group 3 Allied Express, TaylorMade Lombo, Nutri and Argent three-year-old classic and also the APG Vic uh, two-year-old gold sovereign final so plenty of really good racing at Ballarat next week so uh, we'll be looking forward to wrapping it up but also looking forward to the lead up to that card at Ballarat Wedderburn race today it's a very early start Rob 11.50 the first and the last event is at 3.19 so uh, thanks for this morning my friend and until next week happy harnessing everyone